It's Tuesday, January 27th. Good morning. Good morning, America. Good morning, the world. Good morning, because this is a global, a global system. System mania. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a global system. It's so global. Hey. Globotech. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of, oh, yeah, playtime. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Playtime. <laughs> what? Yep. Ready, Savage. Yep. Oh yeah, Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's just, it's just that kind of a day. Just can't can't that it. kind of a day. You can't help it. So, are so. we playing music today? <gasps> Don't you have any songs backed up in your back catalog? Oh, oh I didn't even check. Why didn't you tell me this before I, we started you, the play you button? Are the music guy, where it's like, you know, all right. Well, like, maybe I do. <laughs> that, was, that was very radio. There I was like, all right, but all right, but maybe I do. But you know, <laughs> we're here to yeah, talk to know. you. It's another episode. We made ourselves sit down. Well, actually, I did. I made True. myself sit down just so we can pump out another <laughs> episode. But pumping them out. Uh, but I think uh, you know. I think it's it's gonna be interesting. I think I think the whole point is that you listen to our voices and you feel a little you know just comfortable doing your everyday stuff while you have this background noise with people jabbering all the time. Just in the background. Hello. I think it's funny because some people actually listen to podcasts like that. Oh, like I, I do. I tend to. It's very. I listen to tested. Am I too quiet in the levels or no? Can you hear me on the on the levels? For me, it's uh, kind of difficult to listen to podcasts like that. I don't know. Some people are good at multitasking. Wait are a you second. good at multitasking? You are good at okay, multitasking. Okay, well, hold on, hold on. What do you mean it's difficult for you to listen to podcasts like that? Like, for example, in the background, like, how can you pay attention? For me, it's either all in or all out. It's very difficult. Well, I know, but I don't pay attention all the time. I see, I can't do that. Really? Like, yeah, because I like to pay attention to everything because I'm getting the full content of the well, podcast. Well, you have to sacrifice I'm one listening, or two things. I'm, I'm in for the experience. But then again, the job that I do is usually sitting around moving a little pen tablet yeah. left and right, and usually you don't have to think about it. So mm-hmm. it becomes muscle memory, and all you have to do is listen to it. And the then, then you can talking. pay attention. Yeah, and so funny enough, when I look at some paintings that I do while listening to some yeah. podcasts or audiobooks, I remember... What they were talking about while looking at the strokes. Oh yeah, I know that's that's a classic. Yeah, it's a classic. But that's really phenomenon. interesting. That's actually yeah, I think it's a phenomenon. Um, where oops, where the stuff you listen to. One second. I'm sorry. I do this every time. Okay. Yeah, you're always like one second, one second. Oh, oh, oh. <sighs> one moment. One moment. Uh, is one where the stuff moment. when you listen to something at a certain time or at a certain place, it can often happen that you get reminded of that music or that podcast or whatever that you listen to it connects to wherever you were at the time that can happen a lot does that happen spiritually ecumenically emotionally yes it happens a lot i like that though it's an interesting thing because you don't you say never, you never suspect that's why it's interesting when you listen to stuff at different places that becomes part of what you, <laughs> you don't to. say you don't say i say oh yes i say so yeah i'm just kind of a yeah What's up? How are you doing? Doing good? Me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm all right. Yeah, me too. I'm all right. I'm all right. It's funny. We're like, all right. And I'm thinking, you know, there's so many people out there probably having wonderful days. And, you know, <laughs> have a wonderful day, you Mr. Listener or Mr. Mrs. Listener. Listener, or yeah, Mr. Listener. Grab a cup of Joe. Listen exactly. to us talk. Listen to the tones and, you know. The deaf tones. The deaf tones. Did you know? What? Now, as you know, I have an update. So, oh, yeah? This update from since last week. Which isn't last week anyway, because we're on Tuesday now <laughs> instead uh, of I think Monday. W- are we on random? We're on random. We're on, random we're on the relaxed mode. Yeah, hey, this talk is, about this the eras. Third real season. Quick, yeah, okay, the eras. This is a good one. So, in my mind, uh, there are 
currently three seasons of this podcast, unofficially, unofficially. Yeah, as it usually will be. The first season always. would probably be the first, I think up until Dawson, up until Dawson of Osberg came in, we talked That's about Day of the Dragon. June 2014. Episode, I think it's something like 15. Oh, I don't even, don't even tell me to count those episodes. No, I don't know. I don't know any episode names. <laughs> 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 Uh, <laughs> what was that? Little, no, little I fart. used to do the remember the Wookiee. I used to do better. Yeah. Like I used to be able to used to go make my jaws go like that. Yeah. But it's it's much harder now. I think my jawbone yeah. has grown. Probably. But then, but then I just do the how do you do that? <laughs> Episode somewhere around there, fifteen would be the end of the first era because in the first era I would call the experimental season. Yeah, the experimental, which was because season. we That's didn't really season have one, a, isn't it? season one. That's right. season one, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's season one. What if we talk like this? Let's talk okay. like this for the next minute. All right. So okay. what do you want? Season one, uh, the experimental season. This was a season where we didn't really have a schedule planned. Really, we didn't know. We were still figuring out what timing would be best ah, for yes, us. Yes, yes, we yes, weren't definitely. even sure if we were going to have a schedule. Definitely. The first, I think, even five or six yeah, episodes. Yeah, we decided were to do everything that random. we wanted to feel like doing. Like when we felt like we had something to Absolutely. talk about, we would do that. And, Absolutely. And uh, we'd, up, we'd upload a, a, a chapter. I said chapter. One chapter. For some reason. I no, episode. Episode. That's right. And uh, uh, that means it would be been spontaneous. Like, uh, Absolutely. You would never know when a new episode comes out. Yeah, it would just, it would just pop up and be like, look at this. This mm. is a new topic. Yeah. That's right, Rick. Uh, <laughs> Jim. <laughs> I'm Jimster. 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 That's an old name. And uh, so this season was just different things, and we had more guests. More yeah, guests, we had more you know, guests until we depleted our but friendship. What would list. you say season two would be after this experimental right. season? Because uh, then I said we have to have the schedule. Right, we're gonna go. You one were the week. schedule man. I have to yeah. say, you were the schedule man, I and I was like, man. you know, okay, why not? Let's try this. Let's do every week. We did. Then we first unofficially said or officially announced, let's do every two weeks. You know, and yeah, I think yeah, a couple yeah. episodes were every two weeks, but then we switched to every week. And then we did a hardcore business season. <laughs> that was season and that's two. Business season, yeah. And that was like I'm going to buy my no more. The business era. Now the business era was, I believe, somewhere whenever we decided to do those every Monday. It's harder to talk as myself than as some stupid character on the radio. Well, then just talk as a stupid character. All right. Well, uh, that was the second season. Was that uh, business era? And uh, we did every Monday because Mondays seemed like a really good uh, day to do uh, an episode because, you know, different podcasts have different days, but Mondays, you know, it's the beginning of the week. Most of us hate Monday. Those of us have to go to work. You know, it just sucks. Monday sucks. Monday, right? Monday. Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. We keep going. Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, wow. Whoa. Wednesday. Thursday. Friday. Saturday. Don't. And uh, <laughs> Monday <laughs> was the day we chose. And we did that, you know, for mm, uh, yeah. multiple episodes yeah. up until now. Because I always until, thought that yeah. Monday would be the best time because you would have a whole week yeah. ahead of you. So and, you, and for all your weekend, entire work week, you could you would have this uh, this reservation. Yeah, and also you could let's say if you're not going to listen Monday, you could be like, oh, I'll leave it till Wednesday. Exactly. When I have time, and it's like you're, you're never going to be behind. Yeah. You see, because it's so, the start of the some week. some episodes podcast that that's a cute Labrador release on Friday. No one is going to see this Labrador oh, unless we link unless it. Unless we link it. Oh. Because it's just the bomb sniffer at my hotel. He looks pretty nice. Yeah, not bad. Nice. Not okay, bad. Go, 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 go. Those guys are good. And uh, 
What were we talking about? Mondays, talk right? Because some podcasts are Friday, and, and it's like, oh, you know, I've got them doing stuff Friday. Because usually people do stuff during the weekdays, have yeah. to go somewhere, you know, or commute, or whatever. And so oh, you mean weekdays? weekdays okay, yeah. yeah, sure. And so Saturdays is like, I don't know if people listen to podcasts on weekends. It depends on the situation. But that was that. The business era has come to a close. Yeah, the business era is done. You know, uh, we, I think we've kind I of, let, I got out business ourselves. My grip, yeah. my grip on business and being in yeah. a schedule has loosened because. I don't know. Frankly, I just feel like, uh, like I just can't do the things anymore. It just feels like let's just let it go. Yeah, a bit yeah. And, just and, and you know, spread think, it out a bit. So now we're on Tuesday. It doesn't matter anymore. Especially whatever. since iTunes changed their thing. It oh, doesn't yeah. say Monday, Monday, Monday anymore. For you, so. for you, right? It was just had to yeah. Be it's the, just like get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of town. Yeah. Stupid iTunes. Uh, yeah. So now we're just gonna do kind of whatever you know. And I know what you're talking about. It's true. It's like you know, uh, scheduling is. Uh, just doing it every week is it's kind of it depends really on you know what you're doing you know so and that's why we're here for we're here to cash it up cat what uh casual oh cash it up yeah, yeah. That we're cashing it up we cannot tell you what the name of this next era is no we'll find out yeah exactly we'll it's, find it's, out what the era is it is the journey that is written oh, wow that was bad i who mean are you, who are you doing it's the journey not the destination mm, let me think i don't know mummy returns Ardeth Bay. Hey. And who are you? Mummy Returns. Yeah, we watched that the other day. Okay. No, not the other day. We watched it the other month. I would like to have another episode of uh, Movie Score Talk because I okay. love it. But then again, that makes me feel guilty because you like, music you're a talk. connoisseur of, of music. No, it's not true. Not a connoisseur. And uh, It's not true, really. It isn't. I don't know that many bands. But... You would rather talk about that, yeah. And we already had a whole episode of. I think we would have to do if we were gonna messing do, around, faffing about, talking about uh, all these different. Uh, Stop bumbling around. Yeah. If we were to do a music score episode, then we might have to balance it out with a regular, no, regular. What is that? My uh, racist music terminology, a uh, contemporary music episode with yours truly, Jake Dragish, talking about music. <laughs> that's yeah, good, that's I would good. like to do an episode where because I, re- I listened to the Beatles recently in the time where I was born live the man uh, and I never listened to them before and uh, yeah I listened to their whole their whole catalog so that'd be fun to do an episode the whole thing that. yeah like their whole library of music all I think of is Apple computers I think they've well they have I think a collection I think Apple, Apple computer wait how does John Lennon John Lennon, I think, I think he's like this. John, uh, John talks like this. We're recording in the studio. Uh, we're recording in the studio. Uh, it's more like um, Blackpool. Blackpool. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool. Something like that. But anyway, that'd be kind of fun. Just, uh, you know, for me, it was uh, an intriguing, uh, an intriguing journey because uh, my, heard pre, my preconception... Your preconception was different. Was, was different than than after listening to them, and that's what we could talk about a little bit. That sounds great. I would like to because everybody loves the Beatles. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And the first time I heard of the Beatles was sometime around nineteen ninety nine. And it's not. It's not a negative. It's not a negative uh, discovery. No. No. Why would it be? It's the Beatles. They're heavenly creatures. <laughs> heavenly creatures. They're celestial beings. They can do no wrong. They can do no wrong. Well, anyway, let's go back to me right. talking about my update. <laughs> yes, what was your update about? My update about? since the last podcast. Remember we were talking about the IMAX shot for Star Wars? Yes, I do. And I was talking about That's right, how, Rick. How do they digitally 
do that. Enhance this this thing. And I thought it was 2007. Do you think people... Sorry to talk, cut you off. Do you think people can tell our voices apart when we do the radio voices? Because we, we sound similar. Well, I can I can be a little bit more gruff. And then people will know it's me. It's and if I just man. do this more like high voice. Yeah. But not super high. Yeah, so... Okay, so anyway, go on. I thought this IMAX shot was done uh, digitally. And I thought it was 2007 and 2006. Because that's when I heard rumors about a 3D IMAX re-release of Star Wars wait, wait, I mean, This is when we saw the actual shot, the Star Wars shot yeah, in yeah. an IMAX yeah, yeah, in yeah. Uh, Vienna. One clip, right? yeah, and the montage demonstrating the power of the giant screen in IMAX. And majesty. But then I did some research because I wanted to see that clip again. Uh, recently, like a couple days ago. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, after we <laughs> recorded our, our amazing uh, podcast. Episode, yeah. And uh, it was stunning for me because I actually, you know, did some digging and some investigating and I found out by just Googling <laughs> the, you know, the title, uh, that... Google nowing, maybe? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were doing okay, that. Okay, Google. Okay, Google. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off again, but keep going. I'll talk um, about later. Google now. You want some chocolate? Yeah. Okay, go on. I'll so you did some research on Google. Yeah, just a real investigative research. Yeah, stuff just like, like you how do they make Star Wars? <laughs> well, that's exactly what I wrote, pretty much. I just wrote the IMAX Star Wars shot. And to my surprise... 1996, before mm-hmm. the special editions, um, they were actually working on, uh, they just did a new, a brand new analog true, like they actually recorded the entire, a new ship, a new Death Star, yeah. Death Star, a new Star Destroyer, Destroyer. Uh, hovering over and doing digital. Uh, Do you think they got the same Star Destroyer from the original? Yeah, but they Model? used a bigger one. Oh, so they actually made a new one. Exactly. I don't think they made a new one. They probably used one for from Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi. Okay. They probably made a bigger one afterwards. Okay. And uh, because you could really tell, like if we if you looked at the clip that I linked last time, you could actually tell that the the inner hull, the little underneath the, mm-hmm. the Star Destroyer where they suck the kind up of the, indent, the, the indent, tantive. Yeah. Um, you can actually see it's more complex and different looking than it was in the original shot. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it looks so stunningly gorgeous because the way they filmed it, uh, IMAX, they filmed it 70 millimeter, 15 perf IMAX, horizontal, wonderful. And it looks so good. I remember, I remember the so, shot was great though. It just in makes this, me so, um, like, just, this is just a taste of what you could have done. Like, I would love them to go and bring out all those miniatures and we can shoot IMAX all yeah. the miniature effects again for Star Wars. I would so watch that movie. You know, I probably would too. Um, and then digitally uh, enhance the other footage that wasn't shot in IMAX. I was going to say, uh, going on a little bit of a technical tangent, but um, do, you, do you know how they shot Star Wars? In what format? Yeah. What was it? Uh, they use a 35 millimeter anamorphic Panavision Panaflex. Anamorphic. So that means that the, that the widest, the tallest you can go is... 185 widescreen with the Star Wars. No. You can do open matte. No, Jacob. It is anamorphic. Permanently? 235. 235. There's no no more image than that. No, because that's how they shot it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they they squished it, right? And then they stretched it. Again, I don't know what these Panaflex cameras, like what these anamorphic lenses... I'm just saying that's all the footage we have. There is no like, oh, just uncrop it. No, this is the problem. Lord of the Rings, Terminator 2... All these modern movies, they were they were shot with spherical lenses, right? Mm-hmm. And the spherical lenses, uh, they don't have distortion like the, like the uh, Panavision um, flexi flexi <laughs> flexi flex. <laughs> the uh, uh, anamorphic anamorphic ones do because mm-hmm. anamorphic's here to shoot on thir- thirty thir- you know thirty five millimeter. Yes, 
full on three, you know, four perf. I love saying that now. But now I have to explain it since you said it the right, second time. It's the little. The first little, time I was already past, like, okay, that sounds little, cool. It's the second part, second time. I'm just saying. eating chocolate. The little dots. Yes, I know. Those okay, are I know that I'm saying like but for everyone else. Those are perforations. Because I didn't know about this three days ago. I know. Those are perforations. Yes, on the film stock. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's and that just gives you the, the resolution. I mean, sometimes they, you know, to save space, you can go three perf and you can go two per, two perf. How big is one? Cinema, one cinema, well, one, one film, 35 millimeter, right? Mm-hmm. So it's actually literally 35 millimeters. Yes. So that's like what, five perfs or something? Four. Four perfs. Mm-hmm. But you can shoot four perfs, right, if you wanted to. Well, if you if you went horizontal. What do you mean? 35 millimeter horizontal. Oh, like IMAX? Yeah. Or else you're going to make it have a stretchy image. Oh. And no, one, no oh, one's making lenses like that. Unless you're shooting full no screen. No one's making shooting full like screen. Hmm? Unless you're shooting full screen. Right. Well, that's the thing. Then you don't use you, anamorphic. You can do you four use... perfs then if you do well, that's full That's what screen. they do. That's what you do for Super 35. Like the Unless Grand, they do Grand, Grand three... Budapest Hotel probably did that. No? Yeah. Maybe? If, if they if filmed it shot in full screen. Oh, right. I think they filmed it in film. I don't know. That's a good point. Anyway, it doesn't okay, matter. Um, Budapest. But now they do Super 35, which is the best format. In Super 35? So the thing was, for Panavision, when uh, they used the anamorphic lenses because they had better quality because they would uh-huh. uh, squish this information from the lens into the film stock yeah. right yeah but the reason why no one really Chicken used stock. super 35 was because uh, the, the the quality of the film and i didn't know this so but now uh, now doesn't matter everybody used super 35 in fact don't even use film i uh, just go and it's digital now yeah. the digital era has arrived and the only reason you would want to use uh, anamorphic is because anamorphic has this special you know as we all know has this special, special lens flares yeah Special lens flares and blurs and yeah. bokeh. It's true, though. Like, go, go watch any movie that's filmed in Super 35. You can always tell it's a pan of, uh, panaflex. Yeah. What's ah. interesting is actually you can go on IMDb and you can uh, type in any movie mm-hmm. and you can go to the tech specs. And yeah. it tells you usually what cameras. And, and what's stock. interesting is that... Really? It tells you the film size Sometimes well? it does. That's interesting. Uh, is that some movies, recent, more recent films... You can see they use digital cameras and film cameras. Mm-hmm. Or and then they have these Canon 5Ds. Which will be the case Ds. with Star Wars. You think they do both? Oh, they're going to do both. They're going to do so both. That's so weird to me. It's like mixing, you know, two completely different... Yeah. I don't know. It's strange. Film and digital when you're doing... I don't know. All right, can we... See? Yes, okay. sorry. We I just wanted off. to say IMAX shot for Star Wars looked so cool, and I didn't know it came out in 1996, and they actually went back and actually reshot the miniatures from scratch. Yes. Awesome. I wish, I we, cool. I wish we could see more. I wish we could see more. This, I don't this know... Was, this is when the special edition was coming out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next actually, year, it was going to come out. So anyway, that was my update. Wow, what a tangent. <laughs> Great. What a tangent, Jake. <laughs> hey, we're back. Yeah, oh, hey, yeah. we're back, guys. So what were yeah. we talking about the other day? We were watching some documentaries. Mm-hmm. Or we were watching like some tours of studios just yesterday. Oh, yeah. and uh, So true. We were talking about uh, fluff. Oh, yes, fluff. And this is, I quoted you on this on the notes, and it says, fluff is my enemy, Jake. It's true. I said it yesterday in full honesty. Now, Just explain going, to us. my enemy. Jacob, explain to us what the what fluff is and... You know, Rick, I'd be how, happy to. How we can avoid this, this you know, this, uh, this, this phenomenon we call fluff. Fluff. Well, to put it bluntly, fluff is material. Uh, usually it's material. It's physical material. Not physical. I was going to say visual and auditory material uh, that shows up on screens, usually. Uh, and fluff is, is this material... That you see usually in TV making ofs, uh, you might even see them in uh, documentaries, possibly, but mostly in making ofs. And fluff 
is when the people involved in the film, in the making ofs, say nothing substantial, and you don't really learn anything from this stuff. And it's usually just for entertainment value because the company in, in question has to make some kind of a making of for a TV <laughs> channel or for just a bonus DVD thing or it's commissioned yeah. or something like that. And what ends up happening is it turns into... Uh, let's do some examples, Philip. Come on, examples. Um, we had such good ones yesterday. I know, <laughs> of course. We always have the good ones before we start It'd be recording. like this, right? So pick a movie, right? Uh, Terminator 4, right? Terminator 4. No, Terminator 4 is fluff in general. Like, the okay, movie is fluff. Okay, okay, then pick a good movie and we'll fluff it up. Okay. Um, well, we were talking about Lord of the Rings because we were specifically watching, yeah. or like Harry Potter, I guess. But nah. you could hear, but Lord of the Rings is easy. All right, go. So, fluff up like this, ready? And it's a documentary, right? On the set and in Hollywood. Yeah. In taking, going to a trip to New Zealand. And it's like, hey, I'm Katie New Zealand, you know, 3,500 miles away. And you see a nice little graphic of a plane going to New Zealand to meet the stars and the geniuses behind The Hobbit. You know, the making of... Let's do Lord of the Rings since we're not... Lord of the Rings. And it cuts. And it's like, hey. And it's like Peter Jackson. It's like, oh, hello, hello. And it's like, Peter, welcome. We join you with the genius Peter Jackson on his vision of Middle Earth. Or they might even go specifically and say... And what went behind the making of the Mines of Moria? You yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. And here we're at the Mines of Moria, and then we cut to, let's say, Peter Jackson on set. It was a like, challenge for filmmakers and actors alike. Yeah. And, it's, and then Peter Jackson's there, and he's like, oh, you know, well, we have all kinds of, you know, I can't do the Peter Jackson voice. Can you do some Peter we, Jackson we, stuff? We, we had lots of rocks and, and things, yeah. and so we had the. the yeah, we had to put a, we had to put a bunch of fog in there so we could get the right the right kind of look for this Moria. And it's like, oh, here's our actor, Orlando Bloom, Bloom, yeah, yeah. Bloom. It's like, oh, 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 and it cuts. So no more of that. That's we're done with that. Then we keep going, and then we, <laughs> then we cut to interviews of the actors. Usually, yeah. This is the funny thing with actors is that what happens is the actors. Okay, you can watch, let's say, the Little Things Making Ofs, and there's some great anecdotes. And there's some, you know, awesome stuff said by the actors, stuff they actually mean, and stuff that's not fluff, stuff that's great, you know, in the making of. But for some reason, these fluff documentaries, the actors just say, like, generic stuff that pertains to the movie. It was a it's challenge. It's almost, like, contractual. <laughs> it's like, uh, let's say I'm Viggo Borden, so I'm like, uh, I, played, <laughs> I played Aragorn, and, uh, you know, Aragorn, basically, in the stories, he's... He's a ranger. He's mysterious. <laughs> it's like they show a shot of the him hobbits. Don't trust him at first, but later on, they're they, his they, friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, how was it making the ro- doing the role? I had to do a lot of sword practice. Cling cling cling. It was brutal. Cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like just like uh, Brad Pitt in yeah, Troy. Was, was there something like that? All he went like the sword fights. Brutal. 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 And it cuts. <laughs> yep. And that's pretty much fluff. And then no, it's like like. We joined Frodo, a humble hobbit in the Shire. His uncle, Bilbo. And they're giving you story stuff that you already know. Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. yeah. You probably, you probably watched know. the film. Yeah. His uncle, Bilbo, gives him a magic ring. And they, oh, Philip, don't forget. You have to show clips from the film. Yeah, filler, always. Filler. Yeah, we don't show the making of. It's 70% movie footage, filler. Yeah. And we get 30% <laughs> of some heads talking and then maybe on set, you know, no, three seconds it's just on set. And action. And then they 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 put a music bed. Learn how costume designer Nyla Dixon creates the terrifying ring wraith armor. And we have to use eight layers of clothing. Wow! And then there goes eight layers. Whoa! You know. And it's like we had see all the mud splatters and stuff. It's great. It's great. They don't talk about that. They just eight layers of clothing. Done. No, they would. They would say with the mud splatters and stuff. It's great. It's all great. And then let's go in depth to hear about Frodo's journey. 
And then, we and have then Elijah Wood's like, stuff. Frodo is a really nice, he's a gentle hobbit. He's kind of the odd one out in the, in in the, the story. In the story, and he's weary. Dun, 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 dun. And I had to learn an English accent. Dun, 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 and you just see one or two, like, hey, as I do my lines, and embarrassing. <laughs> yep. Done. And don't forget, we always have to have um, little jokes that kind of reference different things, and they're, that's how the stories always end with these jokes. You know, like, let's say someone's an actor saying, Oh, we went to Middle Earth. It's like my idea of you know, retirement. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> what's the Shire? The Shire is a peaceful land, and it's, it's my idea of a retirement. So, cut. Dun, 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 dun. And it's so funny because like, it's such a big pet peeve. It's an though. hour long, uh, including commercials. Mm, bit, oh, on TV. Yes. Yeah. So it's 45 minutes then. Then it's 20 minutes of. Film footage. Well, we said we said seventy percent. We, we yeah, stated. and then ten minutes of talking heads. Yep, that's saying nothing in particular value. Just little little. And then that don't. five minutes or how many? How 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 long? How far down am I now? With I don't you? know. It doesn't matter. The math isn't adding up. But really <laughs> short amount of time of actual onset footage. And you know they're never going to show any post production. If they do show <laughs> post production, it'll probably be like. What goes the behind special the effects. magic? Yeah, the special effects. The magic behind the trolls. And then yeah. they go... And then you see a, 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 a animator gets like 30 seconds on yes. screen. He gets like... And then they probably didn't even put his name. No. Just animator. Animator. And it's like he'll say... Uh, I don't know. And these trolls are completely you know, menacing. Gone. <laughs> He's gone. You don't know if one time they're going to smack our heroes or... Give them hugs. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> you know the troll. The troll. He, you know, he thought he was coming to a party. <laughs> but in the end, you know, <laughs> they always do up, those jokes. Yeah, yeah, they always do those not contextualist jokes. But the funny thing is that those jokes, for some reason, the editors who are editing the the fluff making of, they're just they love those. That's what I don't they're understand. Really. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see behind the scenes of those fluff documentaries. Ooh, because I hate them. They should make a fluff documentary about making a fluff documentaries. Yeah. Documentaries. Oh. What? Oh. God. Isn't that be great? Oh. What goes behind making of documentaries? Oh, kill me. Kill me. But anyway, that was funny because like, it's always something that... I don't know if you guys have any experience with fluff documentaries, but um, it's just... It's just it's annoying. It's annoying because it seems like there's so many out there, and especially if you like <laughs> go on YouTube and try to look up making of. It's like so many fluffs. So much fluff. But that's why the good thing is that there are good, great documentaries out there, making ofs, that we've talked about before. Oh, yeah. They're well, completely I've opposite of fluff. Them. I've talked about many of them we have yeah in the past Costa Botes is uh, Lord of the Rings documentaries Those are excellent um, the, the episode one the beginning mm-hmm. that's one of the my favorite documentaries I remember I watched oh, the Star Wars episode was, one yeah yeah, it's a great one when I, I really watched like them one. when I was 12 or yeah 12 I was just I loved it it was so fun to watch because it, liked... it gets you there and it gets you in the moment and you see how it's actually made and you see the process and you see actual people doing what they're doing yeah you know and it's very it's very detached from some kind of a and you can see George making yeah. these terrible decisions about uh, you know picking Anakin yeah <laughs> yep. it's all there it's great um, there's there's so many more there's I like the X-Men one X-Men X-Men scrapbook pretty much the same thing X-Men scrapbook in the uh, X-Men 1.5 DVD uh there's this feature where it's called the X-Men Scrapbook, but mm-hmm. it's pretty much the same kind of style where it's no interviews really. Very, very rare interviews throughout the entire picture. And and it's just footage of them working, and it's going from the beginning to end. 
And I think it's going from production schedule because I usually don't like it when people, when they edit the movie, they have this tendency to, like the Costa Botes interviews, uh, Costa Botes documentaries Mm -hmm. for Lord of the Rings. He went from the Shire to the ending of the first movie. I think it works, The second one to the third one, you know? Works. Yeah, but I'd rather see the production schedule chronology instead of... That'd be cool. But whatever. We just have to be his friend Sorry, because he me. said he had like a 17-hour cut of each version. Dude, we need to love to watch those. I know. That'd be so cool. If <laughs> you're his friend, just be like, hey, Costa, I was wondering. <laughs> I was wondering. Those uh, documentaries. Yeah. Can, I, can we share a Dropbox folder? <laughs> Seven. Yeah, I think it's like nine hours each. It's okay. I have Google Fiber. That's good stuff. Oh, Google yeah. now. Asakai Google Fiber. All right. So you know what else is fluffy? What? Donuts. Donuts, dude. I love donuts. The funny thing about donuts, American donuts, obviously, uh, is that... Uh, Sweet donuts. That's not the song, is it? Yeah. Really? Perfume. Perfume. The band <laughs> from <laughs> Japan. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> what do you think about donuts? <laughs> Tell me. Perfect. What's your favorite kind of donut? Delectable. Well, the maple. Maple, maple glazed yeah, donuts maple are the staple for me. Yeah. Uh, vanilla glaze, that's another staple. That's also great. Or honey glaze, that's a... That one's... That's a standard donut. There's a difference, though. The honey glaze is the one that's sort of all over the... It's like iced. It's like it looks like it's frosty. Glaze. Yeah, the donut. Yeah. But the maple and the vanilla are from the top. They just that's have right. a nice icing on the top. Where it's really thick and you can see it. Yeah. Right? Vanilla white and uh, maple is... Brown. Brown. That's what they're called. Now, the nickname is vanilla we, white When Payless was still around in Indiana... Where where we used to live? Yes, we sometimes got caramel. I remember that. Those were pretty those good like too. special edition donuts oh, for yeah. us because we didn't always get them. Oh yeah, I thought those were maple. There's different style. Are you sure they're caramel? I think they're maple. Maybe they're maple. Just maybe, different, you know, different. Maybe I'm maple. wrong. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. But listen, ah. the thing about donuts as well is that it's one. It, they're one of those things where the longer you don't eat them. You want to eat them, and then you eat them. You're like, "Wow, these are so heavy on my stomach." <laughs> they were so heavy on my stomach because <laughs> 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 they're so uh, sugary and they're so um, uh, fried. Yeah, fried and beautiful. Like, you know, if you eat a lot more mm. than two or something, it's quite a bit. But it was great. It was just but we you know, always funny, had you know, them for funny. breakfast before before school. We never talk had... about a nutritious breakfast. Oh yeah, uh, while watching Pokemon. Yep. Those good times. I really like that. No, I was gonna say um, donuts. We we didn't eat as many of the classic American donuts. I mean, we did like for example the maple and vanilla and stuff. But I think other people like things like, um, like Boston cream or stuff like that. Oh that. right, yeah. And then chocolate covered, and then also those twisty ones. We didn't really buy those. Remember the twisty? Yeah, ones? no. Or just like pure chocolate, like we just like chocolate the... dough and chocolate on top. Remember that? Donut. Yeah. Remember how there was cake and yeast donuts? Remember that? Yeast yeah, yeah, were yeah, the yeah, big yeah. ones, the good ones. Yeah, yeah. Those were the... And then there's cake. The What's big cake? boys. And then cake were kind of like crumbly donuts. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, they looked and, like... And whenever they didn't have yeast, it was like... Shriveled little... Get those shriveled. That's disgusting. Yeah. Get those. Okay. But there's donuts in Europe. That's right. Um, the well, they're, they're the, starting the, to incorporate American Rick, donuts the here. Uh, Berliner. Have you ever had the Berliner donut? Berliner. Habe ich die Berliner? Welcher Berliner? Uh, the uh, I don't know. Is that Versager und Verräter? What's that mean? I can't remember. Your, your um, betrayers. How do you say it? Krapfen. 
Ja, Krapfen. Krapfen. Berliner. Berlinen. You so know what the difference between a Krapfen <laughs> and a Karpfen is? What's the second one? Karpfen. No, I don't know the second one. Well, take out the Fen and you okay. get Karp. Okay. So that's a Karp. And uh, Karpfen is a, is, a, is a donut. Donut. So when I was in kindergarten, no, no, in like third grade, we had a Christmas story told oh. to us by our, one of our teachers mm -hmm. because it was Christmas. Because it's Christmas. And she was talking about how this girl left a Karpfen oh. in her tub, bathtub. Yeah. And she had to go on vacation. And when she came back, the Karpfen was huge and gigantic. I would just imagine the look on your face. What? And I was so confused because why would you put a perfectly nice donut in a bathtub <laughs> and then come back and it's huge and it's wiggling around? How does it live? So I was very confused. What was it in the end? Carp. Just a carp. Okay, yeah. 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 That's pretty funny. What a great joke. So what do you think about European donuts? Do people know what European donuts are? I hope so. What I, constitute is European we, we'll, donuts? We'll link, according we'll link to pictures. Phil and Jake? Yeah, it's true. It is according to Phil and Jake. Because I don't <laughs> know. I think the, we are talking about the European donuts, we would say, are the German slash Austrian donuts, the Krapfen. We can link pictures. Uh, it looks like an American donut, but without the hole. Yeah. And poofy. Sprinkled with powdered sugar. Yeah. With, and uh, filled with jelly. Jelly or they vanilla have or they have chocolate. These. Yeah, I don't know what they're called. They're, I don't they're either. They're probably something different. But they are Karpfen. No, no, Karpfen. 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 Vanillian Karpfen. Oh, they and, also have vanilla ones too. And, and with upcoming is Faschnik, Fasching right. in German, where they just, everybody dresses up. It's like the yep. carven, carnival. It's like the Feast of Fools. Yeah, they, they do it here too in Croatia. Yeah, and Faschnik, uh, Faschnik. the staple, the staple snack is the The donut, the donut. Karpfen. Karpfen. Again. Oh, vanilla, vanilla. Like Mixing I said. up my Karpfen. You gotta get those my Karpfen. Karpfen. You gotta get them correct. Uh, they have vanilla ones too. I'm saying 50 times about these stupid vanilla donuts. Uh, yes, very cool. I would like to go one time to that donut shop in Seattle. Voodoo Donuts, where everyone goes to. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty cool. You know what's funny? They didn't do it in Indiana, at least where we were at. You didn't take out donuts in the pink box. Remember? Remember that's, yeah. that's a classic pink box thing. Remember that? Like you can watch that? The Simpsons and you know, Homer has a pink box yeah. where he takes his donuts. I think that's what they do at Voodoo Donuts. Homer. Well, if anyone's been, if anyone has been to Voodoo Donuts, let me know if it's if it's worth going to. Because they have like bacon on donuts and things. On yeah, there. what's up with that? Different things. Hey. Like, see, I can't do I can't do the Homer Simpson voice, the Dan Castellaneta Homer Simpson voice. Hmm. I can't. I think maybe I could. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 none of us wants to do it. Get away! I can't. Who cares? Forget it. So. Get away! Get away! Uh, we have uh, overstayed our welcome with donuts. Next uh, topic, what do we got? Oh, okay. So we were talking about Simpsons. Simpsons yes. is an animated show. What else is animated that we completely forgot about? Decora, legend, Decora. How do you know I was going to sing She's that? She's got a lot. How did you know that? What is that anyway with the original song? What? It's Cora, legend of Cora. She's got a lot version. of powers, and she's got a haircut because it's the last season, and it's over. Gotta change it, make it different. Yep. <clears throat> Do some tricks and fight some big mechanoid monsters. <laughs> big mechanoid. Big mechanoid monsters. There you go. Are you satisfied? That's the last time we're going to talk about that. Oh no! See, what I liked about what? it was uh, the, the 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 theme song. 
The first what? one, the first one for Avatar: The Last Airbender was. That was for four notes. You see four notes because four elements. Yep. But they use it in the in this one too because that's the Avatar theme. It's the theme of the the Avatar. You know, I was gonna actually digress from. Donuts, because I was gonna say, you know what else is round and it goes infinity? The Avatar cycle. Oh, uh, that would have been that would have been a little better. A little it better. goes like, a, but it's fine. Animation is good too. It goes. Oh, I can't do it. I want to try. March. There you go. March. So what'd you think? What'd you think of the third yeah. season? I can't do it, man. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Hmm? As far as core goes, I thought it was pretty good. All right, so let's go back to think about the entire series. Yeah, the entire se- the three seasons. Yeah, because this is the end. Now we used to have a whole episode dedicated. No, I was not, I wasn't done with the theme song. It was dun, 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 and this one goes. But that's only one. There's another one. There's but that's emotional. the credit one. I think it's the one. More emotional stuff happens. That's like when that yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I, I just had to. I just had to. I just had to. Okay, guys, anyway. Yeah. So, so, so we, we have to assess the whole thing. But you said something from... about four notes. Does it also have four notes? No, it doesn't. Oh, okay, just the. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, so, so assessing the three. The three se- now it's over. Four. Right? Oh, four. Wow, because I keep thinking because the three, three and four uh, came out. Yeah. Uh, together. I think probably... And last time, again, I'm sorry, I'm repeating myself, but what? last time we had a whole episode dedicated to this, but that's because we, wa- we talked about Avatar and we talked yeah, about... Yeah, plus Thor. it was also... This new, is just the end. We're in the, we're us, the end. And for some reason, for some reason, you see, it took me so long to remember what? this show because we finished it and it's like, all right, that's over. You know? Which one? The last one. Oh, that yeah. was over. It was great. Enjoyed it. And we move on because... Yeah. I think there was something about the last one mm-hmm. that felt like it didn't. I'm doing. I'm, I'm being like. I'm being like the master of Lake Town. Here. Yeah. <laughs> didn't. <laughs> I didn't kill the beast. Didn't what? It just like didn't feel like they used utilized everything from the from the last show, like the last season. Yeah. Brought it back. It just felt like another. Like just continuing on. Yeah, I mean that can happen though. With and then it just stops. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, I think probably looking at all four of them, the first one is obviously the most kind of well-rounded, obviously because it's it introduces new characters, Mm -hmm. and because it was originally planned to be one Mm -hmm. season, so it kind of just creates this mini journey. I wish I had an air who. Okay. Uh, and then the second one kind of went on and... Oh, the second one was a disaster. Did a lot of boring stuff. Like, half of it was... Well, it wasn't a disaster. It no, was definitely no, not, not a disaster, disaster but half but of it was kind of... It was like Matrix Reloaded. In a way. In a way. <laughs> Using that analogy, the Matrix analogy. And then th- what was the third one? third one was yeah, good. Yeah, so you were saying, remember, you said the third one, what if the third one is actually the fourth one? Yeah, I was thinking maybe the third one should have been the fourth the last one and the fourth one could have been the middle one like the, do you think the the, the bald guy would have been more of a because that ending thread? i think felt a lot more the third one substantial mhm i mean you could do you yeah. could, you just we can just switch yeah the, yeah so it's like 1 you, 2 yeah, 4 I three. Mean, like the conflict and the story in it you can change i'm not talking about like oh yeah she's going to be in a wheelchair at the end no 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 you, yeah. you put the wheelchair thing after the fourth one with the yeah. kuvira mhm 
And her giant mechanoid monsters. Oh, yeah, her CG monster. Oh, yeah, the CG monster. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, like, um, I don't know. It's just really difficult for me to say anything except that, you know, like, it just felt like we kind of ran through the Korra thing a lot. And I feel like it's because of the episodic way they were trying to show every, the plot yeah, in yeah. every episode. Because, like, they stop each season, you know, like, with a story. They have a beginning and a conclusion mm-hmm. and an ending. And then they they do bridge it with the next one, but it's not so fundamental as it was with Avatar The Last Airbender. Well, Avatar The Last Airbender was one huge story. Because of one journey. One journey. With, one with kids. And I don't know. Do it and it was a lot more simple. Yeah. And every yeah. time, they, like, it felt like whenever, everywhere well, they went, there was an issue, uh, like a plot. Yeah. And like uh, a lesson. Plot element to do. And in Korra, it felt like the issues were everywhere. Like, they were scattered between different people and factions and stuff like that, which is fine, but it gets a little complicated, and for some reason for me, I don't, don't feel as drawn to it as I would be the, that primary basic storytelling that they did in the first yeah. show. Yeah, makes in sense. Makes sense. Uh, I think I in Korra... Cool. In Korra, they tried to do, I think... It felt like, in a similar way, they were good at doing individual episodes... Where they didn't necessarily explore one single uh, theme or lesson like in Avatar, but they, yeah, the episodes in the cell in and of themselves were good. You know what I mean? In Korra, like each episode was interesting. You could watch, and the dialogue was well written, and it was yeah, engaging yeah, yeah, and stuff. But it didn't, like you said, it didn't work so well. Then if you zoomed out and talked about the entire season, yeah, it didn't connect so much. Like you would somehow have a whole episode that was kind of low key, you know, and was more serious, and then and then you kind of go to the next episode and suddenly now this whole episode is a totally different vibe and it didn't, I guess like you said, it wasn't stitching, stitching all those. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think necessarily with the, like the tones of the episode because okay. Avatar had the same thing. They had like sometimes a, a happy episode. They, they did, a, but, but they but had again, a joke episode and then they had yeah. a, a serious episode and that's, stuff like that's that. right. But, but I think that they, what they did again, what I'm saying is that the, plot like it just keeps like there's always a new one yep. every season so it feels like it's stopping momentum maybe for yeah and i think i just feel like that world works a lot better with sim- more simple straightforward uh linear journey storytelling which was the case in this more co- complex political yeah the complex stuff. political thing i'm not too interested in because it gets too cuz then it w- it requires you to have a certain uh, interest in the world itself, and I, it's not that I don't, but it's more that I, um, I li- I just like it when it's brushing, like when stuff like that brushes in with the primary story instead of being focused. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Because I think that's what I don't know. That's just for me. I just I, I see what just, you're saying. Yeah. I you know I didn't really like because there's then there's like in this one it's like Tenzin is there and Parker and <laughs> yeah. And then there's um, what other characters? There's uh, um, Julie and 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 Varric. Yeah, Varric, Varric, and and then there's um, the Bayfongs over there in yeah. Alderaan, and then there's <laughs> it's, yeah, it's you, Alderaan. You, you can go on. The list can go on. You see what I mean? Yeah. And then you have to focus on all those, and it cuts back and forth. And I just feel like that's stretching a little too thin, in my in my opinion. Yeah. Some people like it, and I think it works for what it is. Yeah. But for me, it's just like... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. For me, sometimes I don't even know what to think about it. And then sometimes, you know, things. sometimes the writing, you know, they kind of shoehorn a few, like, uh, like sort of, like, Cora's struggling with, uh, like, 
what was it? Post traumatic stress. Yeah, disorder. yeah. And the, and it gets it gets a little gets a little heavy handed mm. there. But otherwise, otherwise, uh, I think it was. And, oh, no, here's the biggest thing that I I have to complain about. Okay, go for it. And uh, that's that is that they didn't bring back these characters that they had. Like for example, my I was always talking about how they should have never killed. Oh yeah. The best villain. Amon. Amon. Yeah. And they should never have killed him with his brother. They, he and his brother should have left. Instead of just blowing themselves up, which is so weird for me. I don't know why they did that. Or they could have... Honestly. Or they could have made it like a fake, like a ruse. Like a ruse. And then they come back. And how cool would it be if, like, in season three or four, then they're, they're, they're they, like, I'm back, right? And <laughs> That's the line you... No, no, no. No, 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 no. I know. I know. But he comes back and he actually, just like... He pulls a Dragon Ball Z, and he eventually joins with the good guys and helps them, like Piccolo, like Vegeta, in in Dragon Ball. Yeah, uh, why not? I think that would have been great, and it because they had such good characters. Because I feel like the first season was the one that they uh, that they that was the strongest. Because I feel like that when they when they have this new the world. 50 years later how many years like 60 70,000 no 90 years later <laughs> no, I'm just kidding I know at most like 90 years later a generation later yeah um it felt like they kind of knew more what to do with it and so it felt like it was perfect for what they were trying to do which season was just one, one season yeah. and I feel like uh the Korra character she worked on all all of them she's a great character right but I feel like uh the yeah the I'm I'm lost. I lost. It's cool though. I know what you're saying. Yeah, and so it's yeah. Good, yeah. Um, I so I, I I still feel like the first season is the strongest one, even mm. though it's not as great as Avatar: Last Airbender. But I feel like that's the one that sort of like but felt it, the it most, is good for most what it compact. Is, though. See, I said most. I was about to say more more compact, but I stopped myself and I said most 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 code. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, uh, what else can I say? Like, and at the end. Like at the end of season four, where were all the other characters? It just felt like it kind of stopped. Kind of was yeah, just ending. Meh. Could have been. Because this is what it feel. It feels like where was Zuko? Remember Zuko? Where was uh, uh, where was General General Admiral uh, Iroh? Admiral Dante Basque. Yeah, Dante Basque. Dante Basque. Dante Basque. Dante Basque. Where was he? You know, I don't know. They, where were gone. where was Katara? I wish. Old how gone. fun would it have been if they could have gotten old Toph, old Katara, and old Zuko together? Well, hello there. That's true. They could have done that. Welcome. And they could have. Welcome. You know what? I don't know if this is a good idea or not because I don't know how it fit in this in, in the story that they made. Um, but they could have. Remember when Toph said, uh, "It's in in the old Avatar," she was like. Me and Zuko have to go on a life-changing trip. I think they could have, they could have, they could have done the joke at the end of this one. And it's like she and Zuko have to go with some young guys to do some stuff. And it's like, oh. oh, we've been through our life-changing trip now, Zuko. And Zuko's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, could have, they, could have, they could have done that. Yeah. I'm just spitballing. I mean, yeah. I just feel like overall. It's a great show from the beginning to end. It's and it has some amazing fights. Like the third one, she turns into She Hulk, and it's great. And it's it's good stuff. The, the flying and it's like Studio Mir does a really good job, and I think they're gonna get a lot more work now. And hopefully, I mean, 
Yeah, that'd be cool. And they're very good, and everything's well done. The dialogue is good. There's just some stuff that it's funny because, like, you know, the creators Brian Konietzko and uh, Dante Michael Dante Di Martino. Yes, it feels like they they they're really good. They know exactly what they're doing, and they're just they excel at everything that they plan to do. But then there's always these bits that like are completely like what? Mm. Yeah, sometimes yeah. Yeah. And I can't really tell you exactly because I haven't seen it for such a long time now. Yeah. But there is, there are those little things that are, that, that moments, feel, because it's so weird because it's like, it's it's obviously not the way I would have done it, you know? Like, it just doesn't fit with me. Okay, okay. Yeah. And it's not like, yeah, for example, like I said with the characters, like yeah. we could have just brought them all back and we could have really finished it. Like maybe, or you like could have Zuko die. You can have Zuko die. He's dead because he's old, right? Yeah. And, off screen in this in this one and then yeah. he's like in the spirit world and he's like I don't know. oh they they re- reunited hello there let's play some pie show Chess. yeah we have pie show. <laughs> yeah I mean that's... hey and then everybody would cry and then we get so many Tumblr posts oh yeah with subtitles oh yeah oh yeah the <laughs> yellow subtitles <laughs> no and that's it. So good show. Everything is great. Uh, yeah, pretty everything much. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Ooh. There we go. Uh, uh, did I did I mention the fights? Good fights. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we mentioned everything because we talked about it before too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the, the shows. So it's like there's nothing. Okay. So now what we were talking about once it ended, we were like, okay. So what's in the future? Oh yeah, that's right. And this okay, is go my for your okay, idea. here's go my for plan it. because they they'll never do this. I don't know. They might, but okay. I here's my idea. You did a generation later with Korra, right? The first Avatar series was Airbender. Second one is water. Third one is going to be Earth, right? Or fire. Doesn't matter. Whichever you want. Um, and then the fourth one has to be fire. So this has to go out and uh, develop, come, you know, go into next generation, right? So let's say Korra lives up until 100-something. I think that'd be great because, you know, why not? And she dies. And then we have present day avatar world nowadays yeah but it can't look like earth it, you're gonna have to have a stylistic design which will reflect the world that we established with the avatar universe but it has to feel like it is modern but it can't feel familiar so this is a really huge design challenge but that's not the point that i'm talking about design i'm talking about the story the story would be these kids again we need kids and we need them to traverse the world and we have to invent new problems for them. Fire Nation can't do the Fire Nation, you know. New enemies, you think it has to be a new thing. And I would love it for them to uh, go into the second, uh, to the, to the first uh, story mode, which was just a journey and having things affect the characters as they go through the journey, instead of you know splitting it up into all these different factions of people so many characters i think that's one of the big problems in Korra is like there are too many characters and it's hard to towards the end yeah there was quite a few yeah. characters to deal with um and so i would say do that do the journey thing but in the future so everybody has little walkmen and walkmans and stuff walkmans but no it's the same technology then similar technology to now yeah but it's not but it's not yeah it's different cuz it can't just be like an iphone no, it no, can't no, just no. be tennis shoes it has to be Looking different. They all have to look different. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking, you know how they always have older people Sorry. Um, from before? Like no. old Katara? Oh, yeah, yeah. But they're all I would now. love it if they would put... This is my idea. and You can have it for free. Okay. Uh, you old 
the only one, like one of the main characters that helps these kids is old, uh, older, sort of like 60 years old, Milo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The little kid with, the, you know, the ball kid kept farting. But this time, Milo no, he's, he's reformed. He's really timid, really silent. Calm. I think that'd be so great because it just, that's how, that's how it works. That's what growing up does yeah. to you sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people. And he would be helping them. He would have a stick and he would kind of be like a sort of more monkish kind of thing. And he would, and then they would always come to him for advice. And he's like, well, I, 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 you know, like we should, we should work on it. And then maybe yeah, sometimes, yeah. you know, he would, he would help them with, cause he, he knows, he knows some, some, some fights and stuff like that. And then you can make up all these new characters. And what I think would be great is that people were wondering where this avatar, you know, cause the new avatar has to happen. Cause Korra just died. Old crusty Korra. That's right. And who's it going to be? That's the thing, and Milo, I think you, I think you could make a great uh, mystery, and this would okay, be great so for the it's, show. So it's not known then. Where one of these kids, mm-hmm. or maybe not even the kids, are looking for the new avatar, or one of them is the avatar. No one knows because the, the you know they're av- one of the kids' avatar parts didn't show themselves yet. Right, but they might. And so this whole story. So we can do that. So you can. That's a good start. How many point. seasons are there of this? Sorry, you can just do three. So we could have like the whole first season, new avatar. You, or we don't know. There's lots of hints know. to we different characters and people. And so you know, then people two, on the forums we, we and to find stuff like that. Would, who could be? Yeah. And maybe we reveal. And then, uh, and then this avatar can go back and uh, reconnect with the past avatars because yeah. you want to see old yeah. Korra. You want to see old. You know, old, you want to old, old, old crazy grandmother. No, she Korra. wouldn't be. She wouldn't be grandmother. I don't, think, I don't think any of them are. are oh, old. that's right. Yeah, back they're they're just adults. Okay, fine. But maybe yeah, you're right. All right, all right. Cool. You know, there you go. Perfect. Right. And, and then, then after those three seasons and of or two, present day, you can do two. You can do one. It doesn't matter. The whole the, the whole the point is that I want them to get to the end where it's the f- fourth Fu- because we have fall four elements now as seasons, right? Not seasons as series. Okay. So you have the f- fourth one, Firebender, right? So I don't know what you can do with this, but I know that it has to be in space, different planets. Okay. Future, technology. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to be completely. Bonkers! It has to be bonkers. It has Completely to be different. nuts, and it has to do this. And this is what I want because this is the final, final one, like final, ultimate, done. We're n- we're not doing anim- anim- any more anamorphic <laughs> avatar <laughs> shows. So bring in everybody back. There has to be some cataclysm that happens on a galactic, universal scale, and then all these avatars come back to life, oh. and then we just have a huge avatar fight. Because why not? I would love because you can. And then and then and then Vatu and Nikto come back or. I think those were names. <laughs> Cloud Two like and Verata and Nikto. Yeah, yeah, and then and giant. It's the giant battle ensues for the Avatar Why Nation. Why not? Why not? I don't know. Why not? There we go. And that's my idea. Or you could switch that, and you can have the giant climactic thing for the Earthbender one, and the Firebender one could be. This is another idea, like post-apocalyptic, but not really. It's like sort of like thousand years after. No Avatar, obviously, and uh, the world is already. Just completely like reset. It's back to Middle Ages, like you know, like like the original Avatar. Yeah. Back to that old technology, but yep. they but they're using all these things that they find in the in the dirt. So it's like Planet of the Apes without any apes. What kind of things? Like all this new technology that happened in these thousand years. Oh, I see. It resets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have to use the old, the old thing. stuff. Yeah. So you can either do that story, or that story. Why am I giving these stories for free? I don't know because I don't. Because I don't, I don't want to work on these. I want someone else to do them. But it has to be this. Yeah, but I'll be story supervisor to, and executive to, producer. We have to come Thank to you. agreement. You get some of those uh, grosses, right? Well, that's what so. I said. Story you supervisor, said? executive yeah, there you producer. Go. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll so definitely help with designs. If you want to use the ideas, just you know. Yeah. If you know, Phil. if you know Brian Konietzko or Dante Dino, yeah. send me a line. I'll be happy to 
Help Clive. <laughs> yeah. Phil, Phil at com. Yeah. Email. All right, so that Feel was Cora, Legend of Cora. Oh. I don't think there's anything else to say about yeah, that. Yeah, there is. Um, okay, well, go on. What's the next? Well, time? there's more to say about what we were talking about. Like we have our list. What's the next on the list? Here, I, I got it. I'm gonna I'm gonna segue go. into this. Um. Uh. Eska and. Oh yeah. What's his name? The other guy. Eska and Eskimo. Yeah. Well, they're twins. And what other movie has twins? Parent Trap. Parent Trap. I I love the Parent Trap. It's a great film. So we just watched this a week ago. Yes, it was like a week ago. Yeah. Parent Trap for me is it goes it goes deep in my history. Deep in my history. It's one of those movies that for me has always always stuck stuck with me. Why? Parent Trap. I don't know. I like I like. Okay, this okay. is the 1998 remake. Do you ever have those movies or TV shows where, after after you kind of get involved and you watch it, you kind of think about it even after the movie's done, and it kind of sticks with you? Do you ever have those moments? Many. Yeah, I hate them. Yeah, I know. Well, see, the thing is, it's not necessarily <laughs> they're not I hate necessarily them. bad. I hate them. But they they have a they have a. An effect on you. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. And so for me, the parent trap has always done that. I remember when I used really? to watch it, yeah, when I was younger, when I was a kid, uh, it was one of those films where you just, after you watch it, you feel almost like you want to be part of the, the movie. You know what I'm talking about? That kind of feeling. It's hard to describe. And I'm not saying that I would necessarily want to be in the parent trap movie now. I mean, it changes when you get older. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where just you want to, you, you just, you know, you can't help but just think about it and, and the thing. So, I think it's I think it's a great movie. Um, what do well, you think about Parent I Trap? I think it's pretty good. It's pretty decent. I like it. I like it. It's pretty decent. But I, <laughs> um, yeah, it's cool. Um, so compared to the original one and compared to the book yeah. that was uh, written in Germany. Yeah, yeah, I, I read a while about that. ago. It was written. It was. It was. A, I think it was a short story, a book. Yeah, and then they made the Disney. Um, 60s version, right? Yeah. And then they went and made the remake. With yeah, Lindsay directed by Nancy Myers. Is it? Oh, yeah, the Nancy Myers. We watched some of the making of. Yeah, which was fluffy. Yeah, it was fluff. It was true. It was that true. That was bad. Yeah. That was bad, man. Um, but yeah, it's anyway, great. No, but I really like it, though. I don't know. For me, it's always just, it's one of those films that, you know, I understand that it's it's aware that it is at moments cheesy. Oh, yeah. And it's aware that it's, um, you know, representing, you know, values and things, which I think is great. Um, but, and it is idealistic, you know what I mean? The film is, it's not... Oh, wait, Dennis Quaid, what an idiot. Yeah, well, we'll talk about Dennis Quaid soon enough. Oh, sorry. But, uh, you know, it is idealistic, but I think that's what makes it so lovely to me. I think it's great. I, I like it. It's, it's, it's very 90s. A very, it's got it, the 90s. It does, it does, but it's like a feel-good movie <laughs> where it's so sincere and it's not joking around, you know what I mean? It's not a film that's, that's trying to true, be, yeah. it's not trying to be, uh cheesy just because and i don't think it is even that cheesy it's, it's just because we're not used to watching so many films like that that we kind of go oh you know it's almost too good you know what i mean like the themes mm-hmm. of things are so are so nice for me at least um um but yeah dennis quaid what do you want to say yeah he's court oh man a yeah, night of sworn of valor that's something that i remember i noticed after watching after a long time i think the last time we might have seen it was i think maybe three or four years ago or something like that on tv or something like that uh, but you forget about some things that, you know, maybe aren't so great in the film, like Dennis Quaid's character. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, he, he's so oblivious to the whole thing, and he just he comes he comes up after you figured out the whole plot. After you've uh, figured out the whole plot, Dennis Quaid comes in and is like, 
explains what's going that. on here. It's so late, idiot. Um, no, but it's great. Uh, it's it's funny though. I have to say one thing after while after uh, it's been a while after watching is that uh, Lindsay Lohan thinks does oh, a great man. job. Does a great job, dude. But it's funny that for me it was it was sometimes harder to watch the film uh, trying to. Um, uh, except the fact that these are two characters in the movie, I, I, it's a little bit. It was a little more difficult this time, yeah. separating the the characters from the from Lindsay Lohan because I was completely aware, you, were, you know, how they yeah, did these yeah, shots yeah, and yeah. how they did these. Such sim- it's such simple shots. That, such simple, simple dimple, simple dimple. That it's hard to because technically there is chemistry there, but no, because it's the same chemistry person. with herself. That's what I'm saying. See, yeah. It doesn't make sense. It, it it works in the film definitely, but. It's a little bit easier to tell now, you know, because it is one actor. Uh, what else is there to talk about? Uh, well, oh, hey, Parent hey, man, Trap. come on. Um, I like how the movie gets kind of crazy, but it's, it's within the realm of family-friendly craziness, yeah. you know? like Well, yeah. Like, like, for example, there's this one part at camp. By the way, speaking of which, let's go with this camp real quick. Mrs. Deagle is in the camp. Yes. She's one of the camp she people. Is. Oh my! I can't do her voice. Yeah, you three. <laughs> yeah, two, <laughs> two, film two. Out upstairs. It's okay, perfect. I just this is a revelation to me. What? This is a revelation oh, is, is, to me. This is Deagle, right? Yeah. From Mr. Gremlins. Deagle. Deagle. Have to oh, yeah, from Gremlins. Down, 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 down. It's so down, great. Down, it's like down. even the whole feeling of the movie is so good for me. <clears throat> I'm gonna cry. It's so sad. No, yeah, um, yeah. like the intro, it's like, you know, camp, and it reminds you even when you were a kid, when you did this stuff as well. Oh, yeah, you know and, what I mean? and Lindsay Lohan's British accent sounds like Jacob. Oof, gotta say, gotta say, it sounds like Philip when he was 10, s- ten going, quite credulity. <gasps> Do you think we could put in a sample? Of the voices? Of of Lindsay and, and you. Me. Yes, here it is. No! I mean, no. I'll, I'll mail him to her. She loves this thing a lot, a lot, a lot. And she's like to slept with this thing her entire life. And she could never be like, say, in a foreign country without him. No, no, I'll take care of it. Got my head on. Now, we are, now, I hope you got yours too. Because we're going to the North American desert. Yes, mate, it's the North Dakota desert. Oh, hello. We are going right now. We just, I landed from the plane. And now I just, I was just walking for two hours. I know. Listen to that. <laughs> yeah, and it's so nice. You know, it, it encompasses that, that, that whole aura. The cinematography it, it is, is good. Well, I want to, the simple shots. The simple shots was just, uh, you know, the, the two shots mm-hmm. were always, if it's not Lindsay Lohan mm-hmm. on, the, on the image, yeah. it's going to be the other person turned around. Of course. Which is, yeah, you know, that. double. And then the other ones, and then the two shots where you see both of them in the sh- in the shot. It's gonna be blue screen. Blue screen. We saw some. We saw some seams. We really? I didn't seams. see any. I showed you. I was showing you when they were looking at the, themselves in the mirror. You could see the really? edge cut out because of the wonderful 1998. But I think I think though, I think honestly they did a good job considering. Yeah, I know everything's good. Everything's good, man. I'm just yeah, pointing no, it like, out, just like I point everything out. Absolutely. Well, since we're pointing out stuff, we can mention this amazing shot where um, Nick Parker, Dennis, oh yeah, yeah Dennis yeah, yeah, Quaid's yeah. character, is out of the pool. Huh? I don't remember the names. I know all the names. Uh, is out at the pool, talking to his ex-wife, Lizzie. 
Elizabeth. How do you remember these names? Because it's a great movie. <laughs> and uh, they, they, they re- reunite after, right? Because they got divorced 10 years ago after they had the twins. And they reunite and have, they have a little moment together uh, at the pool at this hotel, which is what the twins set up for them to, you know, meet again. And uh, a couple of shots before, it's broad daylight. The sun is in the sky, high up. And we cut to them sitting on the bench, and it turns. Remember that completely sunset. Yeah, and we're looking at the shot. We're like, oh, and this it's is like, this oh, is. Oh man, this is a pickup or something. It's or not fin- a pickup. It's, it's 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 where they didn't have enough time anymore, and it's like we have to found the shot. And they put this reflector whoo, straight into yeah, turning into their faces, and it's like, oh, this is not looking very good. <laughs> and you cut back. Well, we're back to normal <laughs> stuff. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff like that, but that was cool. It's yeah, good. But, I mean, I like, like the there's parts that the parts that can be a little wacky, but I think in general, um, I think it's nice. It's very, it's very genuine. Uh, so it's a, it's an honest, heartfelt movie that I think I don't know. I, I think it was. So is this on your TV watch? Huh? On your TV watch list? What TV watch list? Like you recommend people to watch? Yeah. Yeah, Parent Trap definitely. <laughs> no, go watch it. Yeah, it's fine. It's good. It's great. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Uh, I don't feel like talking about King Kong. I have nothing to say about King Kong. I do. Which one? The original, 1933 King Kong, directed by uh, Marion C. Cooper and uh, the other guy, produced and directed. Both producers and directors, Cooper the original? and... Why do you think King Kong is a um, considered a classic? Why do you think it such, has such a big impact, apart from the effects? Because the story isn't that great in King Kong. You're a fool. Hmm? What do you think? Hold on, man. I have to remember what the names are. Forget King Kong. We're not talking about King Kong. Marion C. Cooper and... You asked me a question. Marion C. Cooper... Marion C. Cooper and Ernest Shudsack. Shudsack. Oh, two directors. Shudsack. Yeah. Huh. Uncredited. What is this? Yeah. And and Edgar Wallace and Marion C. Cooper did the story. Okay. There we go. That's what I wanted to What did you want to say? And Darrow. Okay, I'll tell you why King Kong is such a classic. Okay. It in, in, innovated so many things. It mm-hmm. made an adventure film. It okay. made a staple adventure film that was that is gripping, interesting, moves at a great pace. It has score. That's the first time that one of the first times score was actually utilized to be a background in the movie. Okay, so like. Bum bum bum. No, it's Godzilla. Right. Sorry. Bum bum bum. And it's part of the movie. Okay. Second, it's just it's a universal sort of story that you can understand. You know, a monster. You go into an island with monsters. They get one back. He comes up and mm-hmm. fights these planes. Iconic imagery. Something that was that was new and it was sort of like daring that's what the filmmakers were and they were part-time sort of like adventurers themselves Marion C. Cooper and Edgar oh okay Wallace and Ernest and it's it's I think those combinations combined with the fact that they were the first to do that sort of thing mm-hmm. and sort of lay down that foundation of like exciting adventure style filmmaking and uh, universal storytelling it's simplistic and you know it doesn't rely on dialogue as well I mean you can obviously say that with the old uh Silent films that were in dialogue, oh, yeah, that was in but there. like that, you know, I, it's just like the time was right for it. It was like Star Wars, you know, time was right at Star yeah, Wars, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it hit the right. And it was also King pioneering the same uh, thing. a new, especially style. when it was uh, during the Prohibition of Middle Earth. No, it was during the <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. No, during the um, 
Great Depression. Yeah. Everybody wanted to watch King Kong. Because it was entertainment to yeah. put their minds off. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Jibble a hot potato. Off of, Jibble a hot um, potato. Head with a hot potato. Ah. <gasps> <gasps> yes. If someone knows that. Ah. Oh. <laughs> hot potato. Uh, yeah, to put their minds off of the terrible times. I think. To watch a film. Which king? I think. But I, I mean, I, okay, I, I kind of know. I know why King Kong was so huge. But I'm just saying what I meant to ask more is that. Uh, I guess why does it still today that's a stupid question because I'm thinking you know I understand as well why Dracula is so um, memorable even today I remember you watched it like a couple weeks ago yes and Dracula yeah I don't like the argument Mr. Renfield like you can't enjoy a movie um, because it doesn't match I will standards. tear down <laughs> you know what I'm saying I was like gonna quote Wait, I was Did gonna you forget it or no? What's the Abbey called? Uh, Carfax. I will tear down Carfax Abbey stone by stone. Brick by brick, I thought it was. Brick by brick. I can't remember, actually. Until I found no, her listen. body and secured her passage to the afterlife. Now I'm making, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. You're mixing movies. Now I was going to say, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of when I hear that you judge an old movie by today's standards. I think that's completely unfair. I don't it's think, very I don't unfair. think it works. You can't do that. You can't say, "Oh, you know, King Kong, it's great, but by today's standards, <laughs> pretty funny." It's like, no, I, I, it's more fun to watch a movie in the but, context but of when it was though. made. Though. Ah! Oh, so, oh, definitely. <laughs> but it's more fun to watch a movie in the context it was made of. I always of try to imagine myself as a person in 1993 going to watch King Kong, or as a person. Hey, same year was Dracula, wasn't it? 33? No, 31. Was 31. Dracula. Oh, it was before. Or going to watch Dracula. You have to give the movie due credit, and you have to also remember that you you can't judge by the same standards. As of today. course, even if if you see an effect shot like the stupid bat and the string mm-hmm. in Dracula, you shouldn't go, "Oh, bat and the string." I think you should go, "Oh, wow, it's new. this shot is trying to evoke yeah, something in yeah. the story." You know what I mean? That's the way I always found it's more interesting to watch older films is try mm-hmm. to imagine mm-hmm. what the what the imagery is trying to convey within the story and that way the 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 movie itself will be much more um interesting than simply judging it by I agree. Oh, uh, you know, modern standards because if you do that it seems like you're going to end up just saying everything is dumb. You know what I mean? Cause everything in, is dumb. Cuz next next 10 years uh you can be like, "Oh, Avengers dumb." By today's standards, the CG in Avengers sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so weird how that happens, though. It's just so weird how that happens. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Everything All right. is dumb. All right, well, I think we've... Uh, it's funny. How, how, just do, about... how do we do this in the past for two hours? I'm already, like, feeling... Oh, I know. Do you, you know? hear my voice? It's, like, yeah, it's for raspy. Me it's like, I don't have any water. We started off so strong, Rick. What happened? Well, I don't know, Jimmy. Jimster. They call me Jimster. Jimmy! 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 That's the in the remake. So Someday I I'll watch the remake and I'll talk about it, but I'll watch the remake again. King Kong. And, yeah. We'll do it without Tim because Tim doesn't like King Kong. He said it was boring and yeah, why so we true. always we always trash talk Tim. Every <laughs> time this we is have trash talk hour, Tim. <laughs> Tim, if you're listening, we're gonna trash talk you even more. Yeah. Tim's full of garbage. His teeth are like garbage. He's just Mr. Trash. They call him Mr. Trash. <laughs> Mr. Trash, yeah. That's why when he walks around, it's like there it goes you know, like you know the song? What song? Dun 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 no. There goes Mr. Garbage. There goes Mr. Trash. Mr. Tim. Oh. 
he's he set apart these lazy laws that make him understood. Sorry. So anyway, man, uh, it's been great talking. Uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, This week sounds like it was great. It was good. We'll catch you later. Hopefully, next time we'll be able to talk about the mystery movie project I keep japping about. Oh yeah, I noticed that on the list. Just didn't feel like talking. Jamie, website didn't the website didn't come out yet. Hey, but now it will. No, it will. It it will be. I know I said it last time, but just trust me this time. Yeah. Kinks, you got some kinks to work on. And I gotta work on that, man, because. We're going to work on it, my friend. Hopefully we'll we'll be able to talk about it. Next time we'll see you. I hope you have a great week. week. Yep. Hope you have a great, maybe even more than one week. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? This is the Lazy Lob times. And we'll see you in the next episode of season three. (laughs) (laughs) You Uh, have to make it official, don't you? No, I don't. Wait, do we have a song? Unless you have, I have one, but I don't know if maybe it'll fit more in an episode with more music. You know, it might be cool. No, no, no. We, we have to put a song. All right. Well, should I go with my song then? Yes, do it. All right. Cloud Kicker. A cloud Kick. No, I'm just kidding. Just go on. <laughs> All the time. It's okay. We only played him once. <laughs> cloud time we're playing. Wait. Cloud Kicker. No, no. Cloud Kicker. Uh, cloud Kicker. Don't, I don't know what the song is, the title, but we'll play it. It's, I think, off his new. No, it is. It's not, I think. It is off his you new. You don't record. know what the song is? There's a really yeah, I sound, cool I sound part like old Homer the from like hmm? from the Tracy Ullman show. Who's that? Old Homer. He uh Old Homer? Yeah. I don't know. I don't want any duff beer. Duff beer? No, I don't know. Never mind. Anyway, anyway, there's a really cool part in the song somewhere in the middle where it completely changes the musical direction and there's some really cool guitar licks. Take it really away. Really cool.
They feed their offspring milk. That would be one, Martin. Thank you.